Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every day, just about 13 minutes. But that gets us into God's Word every single day, seven days a week, and that's critical for our faith, our spiritual strength, our relationship with God, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And being just about 13 minutes every day, we can fit that into our busy schedules. Help people in your life get into God's Word, grow in their faith, come closer to God in their relationship with Him. Help them to start thinking about their soul's salvation by sharing these short studies with them every single day with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But you may help somebody turn their life around, come to God through Christ. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them. But it will be a great blessing for you as well. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study talking about how can I be faithful? How can I stay faithful? How can I be strong in my faithful, in my faith, and in my faithfulness? Well, what we're doing is we're using inverse reasoning. Now, Jesus said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. So my eternal salvation, my eternal life, my home in heaven is contingent upon my staying faithful throughout my life living a life of faithfulness to God and to Christ. As I said, there are a whole lot of people who will claim that they have faith in God, but they absolutely live unfaithful lives before them. They don't live by God's teachings. They live in contradiction to God's teachings. They don't live godly lives. They live ungodly lives. They live lives that are easily described and identified as being sinful lifestyles, but they claim to have faith in God. Well, they believe, but that's really very basic belief. James said in James chapter 2 and verse 19, the demons believe and tremble. They believe so much in the reality of God and of Christ, they tremble at that reality, but they're still demons. So we've got to get past that level of faith and that's where Jesus says, be faithful. It's a lifestyle that demonstrates I'm living by and in my faith before God and before Christ. Well, so how can I be faithful? How can I stay faithful? What we're doing is we're looking at it from an inverse perspective. And I said, you know, sometimes engineers in various kinds of technology, they will come across some new technology that they don't really understand. How does it do what it does? They understand what it does. They can see the product, but they don't know how that particular technology works to produce that product. So they will use reverse engineering. They will take the ultimate production and then they'll say, okay, they'll start tracing it backwards. That happened because of this. Well, why did that happen? Because of this. And why did that happen? Because of this. And they will gradually follow the steps from the end product back 
to the beginning of what set all of that in motion. And then they understand the technology, how to make it work. That's reverse engineering. Well, how can I stay faithful? And that's critical, again, to my eternal salvation, my eternal life, my home in heaven. Well, what we began to do is start looking at the quickest way to become unfaithful. And if I understand those pitfalls, then I can do exactly the opposite, and that will help me to stay faithful and even grow in my faith. So the first one we looked at is the quickest way to become unfaithful, don't read the Bible. Don't try to increase your knowledge of God's Word, and you'll become unfaithful, hands down. Well, so if that's the pitfall, then I need to stay in God's Word. And we keep emphasizing in today's Bible class, faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. The Apostle Paul told Timothy, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing or understanding and handling and applying correctly the word of truth, God's word. Well, what's the second way to become unfaithful? Don't pray. Just don't pray. <laughs> For a lot of people, yeah, that's no problem. They rarely, if ever, pray to God. Well, if we don't pray, that means we're just taking another step to not stay in touch with God. And not being in touch with God on a consistent basis is going to lead to unfaithfulness because we're not connected. The prophet Jeremiah wrote in Jeremiah 33 and verse 3, and this is God's word, God speaking through Jeremiah. Call to me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Now, that's what God is telling Jeremiah to write. Call to me, God says, and I will answer. Well, I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Well, if we don't call to God, how do we call to God? Through prayer. And if we don't call to God through prayer, then we're not going to have his, the answers that we really want, are we? We need to call upon God to get God to answer our needs, our requests. But if we don't pray to him, how can he hear from us what those needs and those requests are? Well, we can walk around saying all day long, I've got faith in God. Well, God wants us to put that faith into action through a lifestyle that demonstrates that faith. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 in the opening section, or very close to the opening of the Sermon on the Mount. In verse 13, he said, you're the salt of the earth. Who's the salt of the earth? Uh, those who are following him as God's Son and our Savior. You're the salt of the earth. Now, what's salt good for? Seasoning? Preserving? Making better? He says if the salt has lost its savor, it is good for nothing but to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by, 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 by men. Just, you know, it, 
again, I can't think of something much more worthless that salt, uh, than salt that has lost its seasoning and preserving ability as salt. Throw it away. What else is it good for? He goes on in verse 16, and he says, verses 15 and 16, you're the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We're supposed to be shining lights, helping people see the way to forgiveness and salvation and eternal life through Jesus Christ by our godly example. We're living that lifestyle of faithfulness. They need to be able to see that faithfulness in us. We need to be that seasoning salt, making things better around us because we're living that Christian life. Because people can see the difference in us from what they see in most people around them. They see godliness in our lifestyle, faithfulness, and they see the blessings of God in our lives. So we need to be recognizing that reality, and we need to be praying to God always for his guidance, his wisdom, his blessings, his strength, his encouragement, his protection. But now, if I want to become unfaithful, just don't pray. Stop praying, because that cuts the communication line. Jeremiah 33 and verse 3 sometimes has been called God's telephone number. Jeremiah 333. Call to me. I will answer. If we want God to be active in our lives in a positive way, we need to be calling upon God. We need to be praying to him. When we look at Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, here the apostle Paul wrote, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. God has that kind of power. He is referred to as being omnipotent, which means all-powerful. Well, how do we tap into that power? What did Jeremiah say? God through Jeremiah? Call to me, and I will answer. We need God's power working in our lives. We need his, his blessings to be upon us. In 1 John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, John the Apostle wrote this. Now, this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And that's connected with Jeremiah 33.3. Call to me and I will answer. With what Paul wrote in, in, in Ephesians 3 and verse 20, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. We need to be in contact with God on an ongoing basis, a continual basis, through prayer. That's how we communicate with God. He communicates with us through his word, and he teaches us in his word to stay in touch with him through prayer. 
How can I become unfaithful? Don't read the Bible. Don't seek to grow in knowledge of God's word. Don't pray. But if I want to stay faithful, get into God's word consistently, repeatedly, regularly, and pray to God for guidance, for wisdom, for his blessings. Let's pray now. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us so much and giving us your word to instruct us in the ways of faith and faithfulness. And help us to take it all to heart and make the right applications to our lives. And to live before you, not just believing, but in faithfulness always. Help us to be those shining lights to help others see you and your Son through our faithfulness to you and to Christ. Please forgive us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.